always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that God is intervening. Whatever your situation or struggle, the hand of the Lord is invading your circumstances, moving on your behalf, and causing all that concerns you to work out in your favor. Welcome to this, your Tuesday, March 20th, 2018 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources worldwide to help you grow in your faith and become all God has ordained you to be. I bring you warmest greetings live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios in the city of Buffalo, New York. It is a sunny but cool 31 degree morning here in the Queen City, which feels mild compared to how cold it can be this time of year. As I often note, our Daily Cup community is everywhere. Switzerland, Australia, Kenya, London, London, Canada, Norway, it goes on and on. And I hear from you and I am grateful for this global movement. What a mighty God we serve. Every single podcast you hear, it is available to you as an absolutely free resource. Stream and download the podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Player.fm, YourDailyCupOfInspiration.com, on my YouTube channel under Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Just click that red subscribe button and turn on your notifications. And whenever a podcast is uploaded, the notification conveniently comes right to you. Well, I'm thrilled to be back from my brief hiatus. I'm still in celebratory mode. Your comments are so warm and heartfelt. I love you. I always read what you say, and I delight in hearing from you. We're going to begin today's podcast with a prayer, shall we? God, our Father, we love you so much. We declare that your name is great. You are holy. You are sovereign. You're amazing and altogether lovely. Thank you for this moment that you, according to your sovereignty, after your own wisdom, have orchestrated for us to be together. You sent them and God, I am merely a conduit. I am your vessel. Speak through me in Jesus matchless name. We pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So I was crying at Kadar's dentist appointment this morning. Earlier today, it was the first time I've been back to this private practice since falling ill. And it's been more than a year since I last saw any of the staff members and dentists. It's a pretty close-knit community there, and they feel like a part of our family. When I got sick, Kenya took the children to their appointments for cleanings and such. And initially, when we all thought I was just suffering with some bug that would quickly pass, you know, the staff offered up well wishes to me for a speedy recovery. But as time went on and things got more serious, everybody was so sad. They could not believe what was happening and neither could I. When rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia were ravaging my body, I talk about that in my book, God Did It. And by the way, thank you for the pre-orders and the kind words. I'm excited that you're so excited to read it. You can get it on Amazon.com. But when I walked in this morning to the practice, the chief orthodontist, this older Jewish man, who owns the practice, who has worked on all of our children's teeth from toddler age to now, and whom Kenya and I are both very fond of, looked up and saw me. At first, when he saw me, he was with a patient because the administrator, whose eyes also lit up when I walked in, was giving me a tour of the new facility because they've moved and upgraded everything since I was last there. And I was telling the administrator how happy I am for them, especially because they've always been wonderful to our children. 
children and provided quality dental care. I think it's really important that we thank folks that serve us well, right? Let them know they're appreciated and celebrate their successes. Well, when the orthodontist was done with his patient, he finally made his way to the waiting area where I was. I was done with my tour by then. And Daily Cut family, when he walked over to me, he had tears in his eyes. Let me just pause too and say how special it is for me to be able to share moments like this with you. And I love that I can come and tell you, my family, what it feels like to be getting reacclimated to life after such a devastating trial. My world was devastated, but look at how God has restored. So I just love being able to talk to you about it and have you share my joy, especially because you shared my sorrow and prayed for me. So anyway, when he came into the waiting area with his eyes full of tears, he said, Oh, I prayed for you every day. Then came the rush of tears. He cried. I cried. We embraced. And then we went into the patient consultation room to talk. I told him all about the journey. When I got sick, how I was being treated and how God healed me. And he was in awe. It was the most wonderful reunion. At one point during our conversation, he referenced Numbers chapter 12, verse 13. And he said his prayer for me was what Moses prayed for his sister Miriam in this verse, which says, So Moses cried out to the Lord, Please, God, heal her. He said that was his prayer for me. Please, God, heal her. And God did it. The woman he prayed for that God would heal is now whole. I remember him looking at my face, just surveying my face with his eyes. And then he said, you don't look like anything was ever wrong. You look younger. We laughed. We were just filled with joy. God is amazing, isn't he? As I was on my way here to the studio to record today's podcast, I thought about that biblical story, the Jewish orthodontist who believes in miracles referenced in Numbers 12. Miriam, unlike me, was stricken in her body as a result of divine judgment. Miriam was Moses's and Aaron's older sister. She was also a prophetess. She loved God and she loved her brothers, but she disagreed with Moses marrying a Cushite, an Ethiopian, a dark-skinned woman. Miriam got with Aaron and expressed her displeasure and spoke against Moses and God was angry. So he struck her with leprosy, a skin disease. And even though Miriam was wrong, Moses interceded for her and said, please God, heal her. And God heard Moses's cry. Even though Miriam had to be put outside the camp for seven days, a period of uncleanness, God did restore her. The power of intercession is real. I know firsthand. When I think about her condition, leprosy, my mind races back to the story of of Naaman in 2 Kings chapter 5 verses 1 through 19. And we meet this commander of the Syrian army serving under the king of Aram who was a leper. In this scriptural passage, the Hebrew word translated leprosy is used for general skin related ailments. And most scholars believe that Naaman had the kind of leprosy that the Old Testament describes in Leviticus 13 and 14. It was a horrible flesh disease that disfigured the sufferer and classified them as unclean and was viewed as divine judgment. Thus, Miriam being stricken with leprosy, as I noted. Anyway, Naaman, he was a revered military general, but as mighty as he was in battle, he was confronted with a war he could not win. 
Oh, I can relate to that. He was in need of supernatural intervention. And somebody listening to this podcast today, you're up against a battle that you on your own cannot win. You are in need of supernatural intervention too. And I want you to know that whatever your ailment, malady, circumstance, or issue is, I'm interceding for you and God is intervening right now. So Naaman went out to meet Elisha. And when he got there, the prophet sent word to Naaman to dip seven times in the Jordan River which was a very dirty body of water and he would be cleansed of his leprosy now how do you use dirty water to make somebody clean that doesn't make sense right but in the story of Naaman it says so he went down and plunged himself into the Jordan seven times just as the man of God had said and his flesh was restored like that of a little child and he was clean I don't know how long Naaman struggled with leprosy but I do know that instantly he was made whole what we do do know is exactly how long the man of the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5 verses 1 through 15 was infirmed. The Bible says that he was in that condition for 38 long years. He didn't have leprosy, but the Bible describes him as impotent. He was disabled. I don't know what his affliction was, but it left him incapacitated. But Jesus intervened and just like that, changed his situation in an instant. Just one touch from the Savior can change everything. It's time for you to start believing God to intervene in your circumstances and change the course of your life forever. You've got power at work in you. Holy Ghost power is working. Right before Jesus ascended to heaven after his resurrection, according to Acts 1.8, he told the apostles, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. That word power in this passage is the Greek word dunamis, which in this connotation signifies miraculous power, might, and strength. It is the very equipping power of God activated in the life of the believer. The Spirit of God is already in you. Your faith activates that power. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. Jesus, who died and rose again on the third day, is alive and intervening in the daily affairs of your life. When you are sick, he intervenes. When you're in distress, he intervenes. When your children are acting up, he intervenes. When your spouse won't do right, he intervenes. When you're having trouble on your job, he intervenes. When your emotions are all over the place, he intervenes. When your money is too short to do what you need it to do, he intervenes. God is able to fix it. And right now, as you listen, God is commanding your circumstances to align with his will. He's changing the trajectory of your destiny and causing all things to work for your good. I know it may not look good, but there's nothing too hard for God. His arms are outstretched in your direction. His favor is all over your life. You may be in a deep valley sinking in a quagmire of trouble, but you are not beyond his reach nor his power to intervene. To remind you to cry out unto the Lord and trust him to save you from whatever distress you find yourself grappling with today. I'm stirring Isaiah 59 1 in the King James Version right into your cup of inspiration which says, Behold the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. As you drink down the contents of your cup, know that you will see the Holy Spirit's dunamis power, the miraculous power at work in 
in your life. The Lord is working this out, blessing you in ways that go above and beyond your wildest expectations and shifting things in your favor. You've been praying and trusting. Jesus has been interceding for you and God is now intervening. You will thrive, overcome any adversity and reach the destination that God has predetermined for you. His power, his might, his strength, his favor and his blessings, his dunamis belongs to you. He's already intervened. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother, your word assures us in Psalm 23, four, that even when we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you are with us. No matter how forceful the opposition, your power is greater. Shift their circumstances, move by your power. Thank you for inclining your ears to the voice of their supplications and stretching out your mighty arm of deliverance to turn everything around and make it a blessing. We glorify you and declare that it is done in Jesus name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.